Are you ready for something more, better, or different? Have you been looking for more success in your life? Here is your opportunity. Dr. Young's show, Transformation for Success, will help you discover a future for change with possibility thinking, new vision, and creative solutions to impact a more fulfilling lifestyle. Dr. Barbara is an accomplished leader and change guru who is passionate about helping others to gain the triumphs and successes that lie ahead. She brings you up close and personal with interviews from successful experts, corporate leaders, sports figures, entertainment personalities, coaches, thought leaders, and authors who dared to dream, take risks, and gain success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. And a big welcome to my United States and international listeners to Transformation for Success on the Voice America platform with your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Today's show is the third in the After the Pandemic What's Next Summit series for those in need and to address some of the broader spiritual questions that are shared around the United States and the globe. Some of these questions include, why do such variances occur? Why does God allow such harmful things? How might my own life grow and evolve spiritually in light of this pandemic? Is this an opportunity to take inventory, to step outside and look back and through the shop window of my life these past several months? Well, my guests this afternoon are Miss Hattie Hill, and Minister Michelle Dunlap at 12.30, who will share their perspectives and thoughts and answers to some questions from many who are struggling with their faith and understanding from a spiritual aspect of this pandemic. If your listeners have questions, I welcome you to call in the show with my guest. You can call 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's one 888 346-9141. And for those of you who use Skype, you can Skype me at Dr. Barbara Young. Now, let me welcome my first guest, Miss Hattie Hill from Dallas, Texas. Hello, Hattie. How are you? I'm awesome, Dr. Barbara. How are you? I'm awesome. I <laughs> I'm glad to have the awesome, celebrated Hattie Hill. And listeners, let me share something about Miss Hattie Hill, who's a longtime friend and associate. She's a celebrated author and highly sought-after speaker who was often quoted in top-tier media outlets, such as Oprah, U.S. Today, and Wall Street Journal. In addition, Miss Hill has received numerous awards and honors, including being named Forbes top Texas women in business and too many numerous awards for me to mention today. But currently, she is the president, CEO of the T.D. Jakes Foundation and through this foundation helps to lift communities, increase diversity, inclusion, gender equity and the power of the modern global economy through science and technology. Hattie is spiritual dynamic and a transformational leader with more than 30 years of experience working with multinational industries. So my friend, welcome to the show, Transformation for Success. I got many questions for you today. (laughs) I am honored to be here. And let me just tell you, if nothing has transformed us, a post-COVID is a great title because we are all transformed. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, you know, Hattie, we're in the midst of one of our most challenging times ever in history, and it has affected millions across the globe. And so today, we are sharing with our listeners your viewpoints of this pandemic from a spiritual perspective. And, you know, I, I one of the things I've thought about is that in, in order to cope with this pandemic or ride it out with grace and grit, what strengths and courage do you believe it calls for individuals to do? That's my number one question. So, number one, I think that what it calls for individuals to do, and, and what I did, of course, anytime something happens to me, I always just kind of get quiet, I call my mother and go, okay, this is, you know, what is this? Because we, mm-hmm. all, we go back to what's comfortable. We go back to our... Um, what, what makes us feel secure? Because this, this, this took all of our security away. Yes. And um, what I would say to anyone as a believer, especially, 
is God is still in control. It's real simple. Uh-huh. Uh, God doesn't stop things necessarily from happening to us, but he will allow us to get through it. And we could, you know, we stood up a mini night going, what is this? This doesn't seem real. But at the end of the day, I always say to myself, God is still in control. And we have comfort in knowing that. And so what we have to do is go back to what we know, studying our word, getting some quiet time, you know, blocking out some of the noise uh, because mm-hmm. God is still in control. He, he has not, his, his word is today, forever, and always. It hasn't changed. And it's so true. And, and you know, in, in recognizing, number one, that there's there such a, a broader, so many broader, I think, spiritual questions that are being shared, not only here in the United States, but around the globe. Um, and one of them, I know, that has been resonating with me for some time, and people are saying this, has this pandemic come to teach us as humankind an important lesson? And if so, what might be the lesson or lessons we're to learn, in your opinion? So for me, the lesson that I am learning every day is I mm-hmm. had to really stop and get control of my emotion. You know, I'm working mm-hmm. all over the world, so I'm on a flight on a weekly basis. Um, when my whole world came to a screeching halt the first week of November, I mean of March, and I was thinking, my last international flight was November, December, I think it was. And so I, I was thinking, okay, this is going to be over soon. And I, you know, you think, oh, a couple of weeks, I'll be fine. It's nice to be home. But then when it continues, your emotions start to, to spin. So the one um, critical piece of this for me has been get control of your emotions. Get control of the negativity and I stopped and, and really turned myself and started looking at my environment, my spiritual environment. Because if you think about it, COVID wrecked every uh, foundation that we had, spiritual, physical, financial, you know, just you name it. It was, you know, just our ability to connect with people. So what I did was I just said, stop, let's, let's just stop and get control of what I, I can't control COVID. I can't control, you know, when we get a vaccine and when we don't. But here's what I can control. So I changed how I started my day. I, I really kind of start with my prayer, my reading, uh, talking to positive people, not having the TV blaring with all the negativity of the day going in my ear. And so I think there is an, it was an opportunity for me and anyone else to, to stop and say, how do I make this bad? There's a silver lining in everything. And I, for me, it's how do I find the good? And one of the things we have to learn, and I agree, is getting control of your emotions, getting that, that negativity out. But that for me, that was one of the first things that I can't get emotionally involved. And then March and April and May, as it began to go on. And then I realized, too, um, Hattie, as I look back and reflect that you're in Texas, and Texas has been very hard hit with COVID-19. And so are there some of the questions, you know, as I, as I think about it, human history has been marked by inquiries about suffering, uh, debates over human dignity and quality of life, medical battles against illnesses, the care of the sick and struggles with faith and understanding about moral goodness. And it's like we're hit with all of these things, so to, so to speak, right now. Uh, because there, there are so many battles and so many things are happening. So what do you believe that this may give uh, people an opportunity to, in terms of going forward, will many people or have many people come to you to talk about TLC, uh, we call it tender loving care, to their spiritual lives? Or what are some of the things that you have been able to share with some of your friends, some of your colleagues, even some of your members of your church? So what we've been able to do and what I've done personally was use this mm-hmm. as a transformational time for the change starts with me. Let me own what I can do to connect with myself. So I have what I call my seatmates at church. And, you know, we mm-hmm. all have the people we all sit next to. We're happy to see <laughs> each other. They miss you when you're gone, right? 
Right. So there's four of us, and so every Sunday we connect right before time for service to start online. Didn't take anything away. How was your week? What did you do? So it's really, I do a constant check-in because what COVID has done is isolated us in, but you don't have to be isolated. So in Texas, where, of course, as you said, we've had so many of the cases. What I really did was that how do we connect emotionally, spiritually, even though we can't connect physically? And if I'm having a day where it's just a challenge for me, I know I have this core group of people that I can reach out to. I don't have to be right. I don't have to be good. I can just say, this is how I'm feeling today. And I think the huge change for me is just being really honest with myself uh-huh. about what I'm feeling when I get up in the morning. It's like, what are you feeling today? I really want to get out, but I can't do that. So let me exercise. Let me, you know, do some healthy cooking. Let me get my scripture out and read. So finding things that make you feel okay. Uh, and and anytime you spend your time, your spiritual time, it's going to always make you feel better. So that's that's where I've spent a lot of my time is not to focus on what's not working, Dr. Bubba, mm-hmm. but to focus on what is working. Oh, and what do you think, you know, one of the things I had thought about, too, is a lot of the Christian businesses that have been greatly impacted by this. What sort of encouragement would, and it's not just Christian businesses, there are other businesses as well. So what sort of encouragement would you, from a spiritual perspective, and oh, knowing, and I have to you know, say this, you're in one of the largest churches in the United States under the pastorship of T.D. Jakes, uh, who many people all over the world know who he is. So what do you think, in your opinion, again, coming from your perspective, can Christian businesses do? What can they expect? What can they do to be united in our efforts to get through this? Well, you know, what what Bishop Jake said to us when everything happened, and especially we were getting ready for an on um, face-to-face summer camp, theme camp for our young, our students, our young people. And it was simply all hands on deck. We need to go online. We have to use every tool at our disposal uh, to be productive, and I think this is a wonderful opportunity. I've learned so much. I've, I've mm-hmm. become great at my Zoom classes. We hosted <laughs> a virtual academy for over 5,000 students online. Wow. No one had ever told me I could do that from my computer in my office. You know, just like you're doing, you're reaching the world from this, this small space, right? We're reaching the yes. world from that space. And so what I did was just what I would say to small churches, especially who may not feel they have all the resources uh, that uh, maybe a larger church have, because to be honest with you, uh, when COVID hit, we all had a small church and it was in my living room. And mm-hmm. so it, it is, get the, you know, find out what some of the resources are. Um, we've, we've worked a lot with, here's the resource you can use. How do you set up your website? Uh, what do I need to do to start so people can donate online to uh, the church versus now going physically uh, there to drop off a check? So I will tell you that um, COVID in so many ways, I loved your after the pandemic, the transformation, because it's almost like we're all getting a fresh start. It's like a, uh, I grew up on a farm, so it's the plow plow it over, and now we got a, re, a regrowth. And I'm excited about it because I just think we've had this amazing opportunity um, to look at ourselves more deeply, to learn more deeply, to pray more deeply, mm-hmm. um, to care more about others. It's not the busyness of every day that's now in our in, that's getting in our lives. Um, so I'm excited about it, actually. You know what? I, I have to confess, I am so excited, and I, and I have to share with my listeners out there from day one, I was not despairing, I was actually hopeful and excited, and thinking in terms of what can I do during this to make the world a better place, and it is so inspiring to learn about people who are reaching out across the globe to send 
packages, to send food, to send clothing to around the world, to people who are in need. This is perhaps one of our most challenging times in history, but it can be one of our most valuable times in history to give and to reach out. And I think in order to, you know, I talked about writing it out with grace and grit. (laughs) I like like those two words, grace and grit, because that's what it takes. And thank you for using that analogy that we have a regrouping. This is regrouping and what we all can do. What's next? You know, it's been said that after many, many challenges and disaster, many progressive uh, things have happened in the future. And it's all about who gets to decide, who gets to answer the question about what's next. What can people do? We get to decide the question of what's next after the pandemic. So, you know, I I could go on and on because I want to share something, have you share something else with me on a more sort of personal level in terms of the spiritual perspective, knowing that we have struggled and struggled so much that what would you say to give that extra TLC? Because, Hattie, you got mm-hmm. a lot of suggestions, I know, and you're doing <laughs> such a great job. Um, my question is, can you image the new world and see where we might be? Because you just said it. And in, in some aspects, virtual academies, Zoom classes smaller spaces to work, but a wider world to reach. Can you just image the new world? What would you say that you think? Because I'm telling you, I'm imaging how the new world is going to be because we're not going back to normal. We're carving out a new normal. It's it's absolutely a new normal. And I think the change uh, of how we do things on a faith-based perspective, especially um, mm-hmm. I look at, at my church, and I used to, uh, like, I, I couldn't wait to get in there every um, every Sunday. And when I was traveling, I'd be upset like you when you missed because you had to be out working or uh, on the road mm-hmm. someplace. And so uh, now you've, you're learning to connect online, and it'll mm-hmm. be great when and whenever we get to go back in. But the but the new normal is going. It's got to be different. Where you have smaller churches who've maybe never been able to connect online will walk away from this stronger because they were able to set up an online platform. Now I'm from a very small church in my mm-hmm. hometown, and they put mm-hmm. up a website and I mean things that that are just they're doing exciting things and streaming and doing Zoom calls. Well, that's all growth. So to me, you can transform and go forward or you can transform and go backwards. And so what I want to think personally, um, I want to go forward uh, from a personal faith, health, uh, even my career. I want to look back at this year 2020 and say this was a time of transformation forward, not backward. I love it. Because uh, to leave on a positive note that we're transforming forward, not backward. And uh, one of the things that I I just want to share, too, is that I've been preaching this message that we may be wearing face masks for a long time. We're talking about wearing face masks. We're talking about wearing gloves. We're also talking about washing our hands. But I tell people that you can smile with your eyes. You can smile with your eyes. Uh Absolutely. Uh I love that. And you can. And so, because I think as we transform and we begin to realize that, yes, we're not going back to normal and we may be wearing these masks for some times. I like the fact that you also said the smaller church, your church is at home, that you're spending time Mm -hmm. with, with God. And developing more of a relationship with him. And so your church, your small church, <laughs> and I'm just paraphrasing what you said, and that you connect with people that you know. And I, I want to reach out and say to listeners that connect, you can connect emotionally, spiritually, you can connect physically. We're doing a lot of Zoom calls. We're doing Facebook lives. Actually, make a telephone call to someone. Know that we are united front in our efforts to mm-hmm. go 
Yep, that's exactly right. Thank you enough for being on the show today. And and I know the listeners have benefited from both of us sharing (laughs) uh, the wisdom, (laughs) expertise, and the counsel. Because definitely, we are in an era to highlight, from my perspective, the importance of worldwide cooperation and operating openly with each other as we all journey on this pandemic trail. So for my listeners out there, know that we are united front in our efforts to go through this. And I will be bringing you over the next few weeks a positive outline, perspectives, and strategies for sustainability in a changing world from other iconic leaders as well. So I'm inviting you to stay tuned each Tuesday at 12 noon and at 12.30 Pacific Standard Time for After the Pandemic, What's Next Summit on Transformation for Success on the Voice America platform. So stay tuned for 12.30, my next guest coming on, and it's 3.30 Eastern Standard Time, Minister Michelle Dunlap from the state of Ohio. Hattie, have a blessed day, and please know that I have your mom in our prayers, and we'll all be praying for her quick recovery. And thank you for thank you in the light of your mom's condition. I can't thank you enough for being on the show today. God bless you. Oh, I love you much. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Have there been experiences in your life that you could only explain that there was a divine connection or intervention? Well, the new show, God's Hookups, with your host, Dr. Barbara Young, airing live on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. This show features each week up close and personal interviews with men and women from all walks of life who will share with you their stories and testimonies about unexplainable miracles, blessings, and encounters that can only be of a God's hookup. So look out every Friday for three powerful shows that will ignite your faith and stir up your hope at 1130, 130, and 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you would like to be a guest to share your amazing story of a God hookup, please contact Dr. Barbara Young at drb at godshookups.com for more information. And to watch on YouTube, just go to God's Hookups and click to subscribe. Are you looking to watch some great video content with entertaining stories and exciting dialogue with some of the world's leading guests? Well, tune in. Transformation Success TV Network each week. This network is designed to give you high-definition quality programming on eight different channels for your enjoyment that will help you get excited and inspired, whether it's on the professional development, relationship inspiration, health and financial wellness, sports and entertainment, and music to inspire. This state-of-the-art programming will motivate and educate you to be better. So whether you want to talk financial wellness or sports, all you have to do is tune in and go to drbarbaryoung.com and click on the green Watch the Videos button and get ready to be transformed. Again, go to drbarbaryoung.com and click on the green Watch Videos button and it will take you to the channel for your listening and viewing pleasure. If you would like to host your own show, please send your requests to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello and welcome to my United States and international listeners to Transformation for Success on the Voice America platform with your host, Dr. Barbara Young. 
Today's show is the third in the After the Pandemic What's Next Summit series for those in need and to address some of the broader spiritual questions that are shared around the United States and the globe. And such questions include, why do such viruses occur? Why does God allow such harmful things to happen? How might my own life grow and evolve spiritually in light of this global pandemic? Is this, a, is this an opportunity for me to take inventory, to step outside and look back in through the shop window of my life these past several months? Well, today, my guest is none other than Mr. Hammond Bolden, executive producer, editor, speaker, and podcaster of the very infamous show, Momentum Speaks. He's also the editor of M Magazine with Real Success Talk for Men. So it is my pleasure, Mr. Bolden, to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for taking time from your busy schedule to be on the show. Thank you. Uh, thank you, too, also, Dr. Young. Uh, it's been an honor and privilege for you to invite me and have me on your show uh, to speak with your listeners today. I'm very excited and very honored. Well, we're so excited to have you, and really, you have been such a tremendous um, you know, inspiration to so many of your listeners on your podcast that I'm just delighted that you can share some of the ideas and the inspirational uh, words that you've given to your listeners. As, as many of us are aware, we're in the midst of one of our most challenging times in history. My question to you, Mr. Bolden, is from your perspective, how can we unite as a human family, serve those in need, and answer some of the broader spiritual questions that are shared around the United States and the globe. And some of those questions, as I mentioned, have been why does God allow such harmful things? And we know as such the human story is marked by inquiries about suffering, debates over human dignity and quality of life, medical battles against illnesses and the care of the sick, struggles with people's faith and understanding about moral goodness. In your opinion, what do you believe that COVID-19 pandemic has offered individuals as it relates to their spiritual lives? Very good question. Um, the kind of like a, a good question that kind of opened up something for me that I was dealing with back in March and April when this pandemic had first started and well really started picking up a lot of momentum and I realized I wanted to find a way that I can find some way to be do something different than what others were doing what value will it bring and how can it serve others to be better because in these uncertain times of what's next that's the real big question you know what's next Another one would be what to do now. Does it seem like things are getting back to normal? And that depends really on what your normal is, right? Uh, then we kind of ask, will things ever get back to normal? So I had to decide, Dr. Young, to do for me to understand and address some of these serious questions and legitimate concerns. And that was for first getting into myself and finding a way just about how I can do my part to make a difference, to make an impact that will help people understand and possibly find different ways to get some type of momentum to guide them, you know, through some of these difficult times that we're facing and to actually see themselves, you know, as moving forward again and on yeah. top. You know, as the old saying, uh, a lot of folks may have heard this one, if you can't solve the problem, stop complaining about it. <laughs> so that was kind of hard for me, <laughs> but I had to start stop complaining, and it because it sometimes can be very habitual for us. And with that decision, I made a commitment to do something different and start moving toward a direction, you know, that can increase certain ways of motion and action because many of us are stuck at home, um, and I just started finding ways of motion and action toward my goals and my dreams. And I was actually amazed, you know, at how much traction that I had gained. And it didn't feel like I was spinning my wheels or going through the motions anymore. 
I started feeling good about myself and where I was headed. So that's what made me really start Momentum Speaks. And things that I needed to do in the midst of this unprecedented time uh, where we, some of us just really don't know what to do next. Well, it, it seems that you, out of that, out of despair and out of discouragement, you decide you made a decision to do something different and to ask your question, the question, what value can it bring to serve someone better? And, yeah. and I think that, I, I think that's, so laudable because many people took the opportunity to be fearful um, and, you know, lived in fear and are still living in fear and despair. Do you believe uh, that it is an opportunity for individuals to take inventory and to maybe look back through the shop window? I like that expression, the shop window of their lives. What do you suggest people that they do in order to find some peace and and comfort during this time? Uh, very good question. <clears throat> well, what uh, I will share what worked for me that was quite uh, insurmountable that opened up a very unique momentum style mm-hmm. is I started to look at, and, or, and as well as building a lot of more confidence and being able to start crossing some much-needed finish lines. So I want the listeners to understand that. The things that we never completely finished, and this gives you an opportunity to turn that negative of this pandemic and start to look at some things that you can finish. Maybe your education. Maybe get that resume tweaked to get that job you've always wanted. Maybe start reading that book that you've kept on your dresser. Or maybe cleaning your garage. But finding and jump-starting in developing your own unique momentum style, because it was there all along. And that's what really worked for me that I've been encouraging my listeners on Momentum Speaks each week. You know, instead of going through the motions for so long, we tend to just ignore it. And we kind of lose the momentum and passion about certain things in our lives. And this has really given us a time to reflect to start leading you to looking at starting a new venture. And I did that within podcasting. I've never podcasted before, Dr. Young. Um, But I said, let me do something, do something new. And it kind of started to help me get confidence within myself that I'm not paying so much attention and focus on things around me. Uh, as, As a quote from Miles Monroe says, your existence is evident that this generation needs something that your life contains. So I felt that I, I just didn't want to be a wanding generality. I wanted to have meaningful specificity in my life. And I thought that this was a good time. As, as bad as it looks, and some of the things that people have gone and dealt with, parents dealing with children, not going back to school, and folks losing loved ones, sisters and brothers are dying, and so forth going on, and which is tragic. But I had to find for me, uh, something that I had to build, uh, and that was getting a unique momentum style in the midst of some of the discouraging factors that we mm-hmm. can see on the news, that we can hear about. And that's been very successful for me. And I've been sharing it with others on Momentum Speaks that uh, they have been a lot of comments and, and feedback from people that have really said that the show has been a great uh, encouragement and, and launching pad to get started. That's one of the big things, and I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up with this one here, was the hardest thing that most motivational speakers have with their audience is two words, get started. And get started, every motivational speaker knows that that is the biggest challenge, is to get people started. And that's the big thing, because with this pandemic having such a, a dark cloud of, of, of loneliness, alienation, feeling insignificant, unsociable contact, all of these things start making people feel lonely and abandoned. And we have to start tapping and realize there's something good that can come out of this. And sometimes it may take some self-talk, uh, but that's when, what's been very successful for me and those who have been listening and really encourage others to start realizing and looking at what finish lines do you want to finish? Well, you know, um, Mr. Bolden, many people have asked this question, and I pose it to you. 
because their belief system, and I pose it as a question, has this pandemic come to teach us as humankind an important lesson? And if so, what do you think that might be in your opinion? Another very good question. I, I think, first of all, it should cause your focus to shift. I've, and, and what I mean by that is that there needs to be a different focus that has shifted in you personally. Your determination, dedication, maybe even your confidence to increase even amidst some of the toughest distractions, some of the difficult delays, and not to mention some of these discouraging naysayers that you're facing. And those naysayers are people that are just very pessimistic. They have lost their hope. They're struggling with even being optimistic about anything happening that something good can eventually happen. But that's what my encouraging word is. Start looking that your focus needs to shift. It needs to change. You need to start to focusing on things that uh, personally will help you to be a greater mom, a greater dad, a greater son, a greater daughter, a greater employee when you go back to work. Uh, so I think it's, it's really being able to start changing your shift in the way you focus and look at things, um, as well as following through, um, taking care of some of the distractions and learning how to eliminate some of them. Social media has been a large part of that distraction. And in one of my shows, I actually use social media as a actual, what I call a, a momentum power tip. And what I did is I used Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and YouTube, and I used this as the power of habit and momentum. And what they have done successfully is they've kept this hooked by show autoplay for the next program. And they do it with attention-grabbing introduction lures, okay? And wow. they use the social media as an endless scroll that keeps people's attention hypnotized and listen to this, on other people's highlight real versions of life. So what happens sometimes, of course, that sometimes that may be for benefit too, but many times it's to our detriment. So the really big thing, and here's the big thing, you're in charge. So really gaining the momentum and the direction that you want to go is really entirely up to you. And the winning game that I call uh, the winning game is really to embrace your own creative momentum. Instead of letting outside forces and binging on Netflix control your focus and direction, it's in your hands. And the process begins with choice. Does that help? That is absolutely put aptly. <laughs> and so, and I, and I thank you for that. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that my, my guest earlier today talked about was the pandemic um, she felt had uh, come to teach us as humankind uh, a lesson, and I want you to share about that, how mm-hmm. to be more loving, um, kind, um, forgiving, um, reaching out to family members uh, and sharing. What are your thoughts on, on this aspect? That's the, the, that the pandemic is maybe teaching us uh, that maybe we haven't been as kind and loving and we haven't, we've had angst in the families. So how mm-hmm. have you addressed that? Uh, that's, a, that's another very good direct question. Uh, just today, I was doing some study and research on loneliness and mm-hmm. how that has really been affecting us. And so the research I discovered there was an actual study done by the New York Times that you will be surprised if you take the word loneliness, you would t- tend to think that the category of age for loneliness is usually what? The, our elderly, maybe? Those who right. are maybe older and may not have as many friends, not too familiar with technology and social media, uh, maybe widows or widowers, you know, that are just alone. But actually, the study came out, it's from the ages of 18 to 28 years old. I Our children know, are... I suspect that's yes. true. Yes. 
They're lonely. And loneliness is not a fact. It's a state of mind. It's an emotion that's brought on by feelings of separation from others. And that has really been a, a large a part of what is starting to perpetuate because there's also negative types of momentum. And this is some of the momentum that is perpetuating in our kids today. And because they've been associating the way they equate love with your question there as bonding more so and uh, integrating and having different types of meetings, whether they're meeting at a restaurant, whether they're meeting at a coffee shop, whether they're meeting, you know, at each other's homes or at a park or on a beach, that they can't meet and greet and fellowship and have, the Greek word calls it koinia, uh, the type of fellowship that a lot of us are really missing. And it's causing us to start feeling desolate and lonely, alone, um, maybe even to the extreme of being forsaken. Um, and some people have found it difficult to really manage through this pandemic the loneliness feeling that you get. And yeah. one of the ways that, yeah, and it's, 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 it's so true that we have to experience some of these terrible feelings of loneliness. And some of the ways um, that kind of help kind of identify and manage through loneliness and be able to embrace the love, you, there's other ways that we have to now learn and, and shift. Remember I talked about shifting your focus earlier? Yeah. And so we have to be reminded of this feeling and anticipate it. It's, uh, it's really okay. I understand that. So really I want to say to the listeners, it's okay to feel lonely. Seriously. I get it. Because I do too. I feel lonely at times myself. I have to remind myself, this is a feeling. And I got to anticipate this thing's going to come. And it's going to try to stress me out. It's going to try to cause me to feel other things like abandonment. People don't love me. Uh, because I'm, to be honest with you, I don't get a lot of phone calls from a lot of friends that used to call all the time. I don't know what that's all about. You know, we used to talk more than we are now. You would think we should talk more, right? <laughs> than we did before. But there's some things that we're dealing with. So one of the tips that realizing that loneliness is feeling is not a fact. And so let me explain. Uh, when you're feeling lonely, it's because something has triggered a memory of that mm -hmm. feeling. Not because you're in a fact isolated, okay, and alone, but your brain, your mind, listen to this, it's designed to pay attention to pain and danger. And sometimes it includes painful, scary feelings. And then that's where loneliness kind of gets your attention. So we have to find ways of asking yourself this, to make just a sense of it. Why am I feeling this way? Is it because nobody loves me? Is it because I'm a loser? Because they all are mean to me? In fact, that actually becomes bigger the problem, realizing that you have that feeling and accept it without overreacting. That bridge, once of acceptance, that you actually are feeling that will start to lean you toward the loving portion. And you'll start to love and you'll reach out because loneliness is painful. It can cause yes. confusion and of confusing course. you, right, Dr. Young, yes, into thinking that, you know, you're an outcast. Uh, you might start re withdrawing yourself. Um, you're not feeling comfortable sharing your lonely feelings because you think, uh, you know, I, I'm the only one and you're not. You got to also be careful of self-deflating thoughts, things that, you know, like, for example, victims of bullying um, may w very well have a lot of friends. Interesting enough, it's weird, but they often aren't aware of it because the shame and loneliness gets more attention. So it's, it, you put more emphasis on the loneliness than emphasis on acknowledging it's okay to be lonely. Well, okay, one of the okay things, yeah. Well, one of the things uh, I appreciate your sharing, uh, the fact that loneliness is not something that's impactful for the elderly, but it is. Ages 11 through 28 years old. And I'm sure some people out there, uh, my listeners are learning um, a new fact about loneliness. One of the things, mm -hmm. Mr. Bowen, I, I really wanted to um, share before we have to close the show is that in light of this pandemic, and it's before and after, I mean, we know that we're going through, there's going to be an after, but in your opinion, what can individuals 
take from a spiritual perspective how to go through and after this pandemic? What are some of the changes they can take from a spiritual perspective to go through and after the pandemic? Going through now, as well as that can perpetuate a, mom- a certain type of momentum, mm-hmm. uh, even after, is in that loving pursuit, you get in, develop a relationship with mm-hmm. our Savior. What that does, it, when, you, when you are able to establish a relationship, and now we're talking about religion, no. a bunch of rituals, mm-hmm. okay, and some mm-hmm. Hail Marys, but we're talking about a relationship, communication with God, Mm-hmm. To reassure and encourage you mm-hmm. that this too shall pass. The Bible says in Romans that hope does not disappoint. So hope will not disappoint you. Hope for me stands for this acronym. You know, just knowing that it, 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 having hope, the pain will end. The pain does end. But in order for you to have a way to have hope, that it will end is developing a relationship with the Lord. A heartfelt cry out in this type of situation of disparity, loneliness, anxiety, frustration, what's next, what now, what then. You know, we need to find a way to generate the hope that will create the shift you need to make things possible that seemed impossible. And that only can be done to build a relationship with the Lord and Savior Jesus. And that is remarkable. And with that, I want to thank you so much because you've talked about so many things today, and I know the listeners have really appreciated it. And then to know that, look at with confidence and much of them to complete that finish line and anything that's uncompleted, incompleted, and look at things to be finished. Clearing out your garage, you used a number of things, starting a new venture and focus. Um, find what's meaningful and then specify that. And you, you've talked about so many things today that I know that each of us are called to a new focus and there's shifting going on personally, professionally, and spiritually. And so I am so glad that I had you on the show today to to especially address some of the spiritual aspects of what we can expect, what are some of the things that we can do. And this offers people an opportunity to provide that extra TLC to your spiritual life. That special at TLC is a loving relationship with the Lord. So Mr. Bolden, I really want to thank you because I know my listeners have really had a real remarkable experience today hearing from you from Momentum Speaks today and some of the things that you have shared. I love you, and I just really want to thank you for being on the show today. And to my listeners, I want to close this second interview knowing that this can be the beginning, as Mr. Bolden has said, of a great turning, a long-hungered reset for humanity. And someone said, and for certain, there are plenty of opportunities for all spiritual optimists out there. Lessons in unity, interconnectedness, compassion, and love for God and each other. Please know that we are united front in our efforts to go through this. And over the next few weeks, Transformation for Success will bring you a positive outline, perspectives, and strategies for sustainability in a changing world from other iconic leaders. So stay tuned each Tuesday at 12 noon and 12.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for After the Pandemic, What's Next Summit with Dr. Barbara Young. So be blessed. I'll see you next week. Have a very, very great day. And thank you, Mr. Bolden, again for being on the show, Transformation for Success, After the Pandemic, What's Next series. So thank you. Have a great day. Momentum Speaks podcast is all about exploring momentum, how it works, what it is, understanding how the practical concepts of momentum are within your grasp, identify and eliminate energy drainers that keep pulling you backwards. We will also explore how momentum will help realign your focus from opposition to opportunities and generate the type of momentum that leads to consistency and traction to moving you forward. 
So together with my guests, authors, speakers, and coaches, we will have insightful commentary and great topics of discussion as well that will help you discover the potential and power of momentum that draws and pulls you closer to a purpose, to achieving things on purpose. Do you want to begin the momentum that creates the shift you need to make things possible? Then I hope you'll join me. Subscribe to Momentum Speaks on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I look forward to sharing these stories of momentum with you all. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and God bless. Have there been experiences in your life that you could only explain that there was a divine connection or intervention? Well, the new show, God's Hookups, with your host, Dr. Barbara Young, airing live on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. This show features each week up close and personal interviews with men and women from all walks of life who will share with you their stories and testimonies about unexplainable miracles, blessings, and encounters that can only be of a God's hookup. So look out every Friday for three powerful shows that will ignite your faith and stir up your hope at 1130, 1.30, and 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you would like to be a guest to share your amazing story of a God hookup, please contact Dr. Barbara Young at drb at godshookups.com for more information. And to watch on YouTube, just go to God's Hookups and click to subscribe. Are you looking to watch some great video content with entertaining stories and exciting dialogue with some of the world's leading guests? Well, tune in Transformation Success TV Network each week. This network is designed to give you high-definition quality programming on eight different channels for your enjoyment that will help you get excited and inspired, whether it's on the professional development, relationship inspiration, health and financial wellness, sports and entertainment, and music to inspire. This state-of-the-art programming will motivate and educate you to be better. So whether you want to talk financial wellness or sports, all you have to do is tune in and go to drbarbaryoung.com and click on the green Watch the Videos button and get ready to be transformed. Again, go to drbarbaryoung.com and click on the green watch videos button and it will take you to the channel for your listening and viewing pleasure. If you would like to host your own show, please send your requests to info at transformationforsuccess.com. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for replays of the show weekly on the Voice America Business Channel and the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until our next show, have an outstanding week.